Warning! The podcast you're about to hear is very filthy. We say naughty words you would use as an adult anyway. It'll cause you not to eat your vegetables, and your mom generally thinks it's a bad idea. Any moment of the show that has any similarity to the history of any person living or dead, real or fictional, to real events are entirely unintentional and coincidental. Unless we're specifically noted otherwise in the cast and crew credits, all celebrity voices are impersonated, and no celebrity has endorsed any aspect of this show. Episode of the Good, the Bad, and the Geeky. I'm Nick Nitro. My name is John. <laughs> and uh, we'd like to welcome you out to another great episode. We have a, a lot of uh, fun uh, news and stuff uh, for you guys. Um, first off, I guess, would be uh, emails, uh, voicemails, and Twitter feeds, people who respond to us via those three options. Um, we'll get to our normal one that addresses us together, and then we'll go ahead and... Uh, address something that's a little bit more weirder. Uh, first off, Kelly emails us and says, in reference to her email, which we read on last week's show, at goodbaggeeky at gmail.com, uh, was, nose. I think she means nose. I mean, I mean your images on top. That has films and TV shows. And you don't talk about pains at end. Was it good or not? Um... Well, Kelly, I th- I have no idea what you mean about pains, but uh, in terms, of, I really don't know what the hell you mean at all. Let's be honest here. Uh, but we what do about royal pains. Royal pains? Is that could that be it? I yeah. Oh my god, yeah. Yes, royal pains. Last week we were going to talk about last week's episode of royal pains, um, but I apparently I don't I didn't really talk about it, did I? I sort of mentioned, yeah. So we'll talk about that this week. Thank you, Kelly. In terms of the images on top, which is what your initial email was, I don't know what the hell that is about, to be fair. But um, the only thing I'm guessing is she means this thing right here, like the film strip. Yeah. And the whole goal of that is that we change it up every uh, every whip stitch or so. But uh, does, does she mean on the actual GBGpodcast.com? Yeah, which I... It's we, the same thing. It's the same thing um, for the moment. Uh... Here, let me pull it up. Oh, yeah. uh, Website's loading. Website's loading. Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. Yeah. The only thing I left in there that was different that was that's different from last time or was not different is is up because it's still out right now. Yeah. Everything else will change once everything else is pretty much done or over with but uh so kelly thank you very much for that i greatly appreciate that and uh for those in our you streamers we we hopefully that we have this wire guys so you can hear this too uh but we got two voicemails on our show um if not listen to the normal uh version of the show and you'll be able to hear this but um it's sort of quite weird um let me go ahead and uh, pull this up here here's the uh the first one Yes, hi, how are you? I need, um, this is a strange number, and I just want to know if it is Freedom uh, Company, Freedom Way Company, 
Pretty much from that, um, yeah, I don't know what that was about. And yeah. just when we thought we had an idea what that was about, we had further idea that we had no idea what it was about because then yes, we got hi, this. Yes, how you doing? Um, I just want to tell you something. I got this number from freedomway.net, and I just wonder if this is a working number for Freedom Way. So, my name is Miriam, and my telephone number is... Can you please call me and let me know what's going on? Thank you. All right. Well, being that we're honest, Joes, I mean, I, at least yeah. I think so anyway, we're going to try to uh, call them right oh, now. God. Um, just, to, just to set the record straight and say, hey, we are not whoever you think we are. Oh, and for the record, I think, I think you know what, let's hear... First, before we call, because John made a point to do this earlier when he got here, uh-huh. let's hear what the actual voicemail message, when you call us, uh-huh. when you call us, this is what you get, if it loads. I'm Nick Nitro, and I'm John, and you've reached the voicemail of the good, the bad, and the geeky. Have a juicy scooper news item, a comment on one of our previous shows? What about a comment or song suggestion for the good, the bad, and geeky bathroom sessions on YouTube? Leave us your name and your message, and we may play it back on the show. Thanks, Thanks for, for listening. listening. Now, very clearly, that sounds like us. Yeah, not freedomwave.net. Dot net, or whatever <laughs> she thinks we are. So, uh, yeah, we're going to go ahead and uh, try our darndest here to get this all strained out. Um, I think I said, I think I heard her name being Marion? Marion. Mary, okay. Totally not her real name, I don't think. But let's find out. Uh, okay, so we're gonna. By the way, we use Skype. Uh, it's a great application. Let's uh, get oh. some free stuff. Maybe I don't. Probably not. Free Skype. Yeah, free Skype. Free Skype. Um, we're dialing it right now. Oh, whoop, whoop, whoop! I'm dialing our area code. That's not good. All right, we are dialing. <laughs> this is gonna be bad. <laughs> Alright. Unless you have something. Hello? Uh, hello, is Mary there? Yes. Hi, Mary. This is Nick Nitro from The Good, The Bad, and The Geeky, 614 364 4088. Oh, okay. Yeah, you called us and left a few voicemail messages about free. Oh, yes, yes. Can you, can you hold on a second, please, if you don't mind? I cut that phone off. Yeah. I cut the TV off. Yeah, sure. Yeah, sure. Thank you very much for calling me back. No, no, what? you're welcome. We we do we, we this is a podcast radio show. We do it uh-huh. every Sunday, so that we didn't get your messages until today. Oh, okay. Now, uh, listen, please. I just want to tell you something. I have a person from my country, and um, uh, he gave me a, the, your telephone number. Six one four three six four four zero eight eight, and um, he he told me this telephone number belongs to the FreedomWay.net. Okay. And FreedomWay.net is a company that investigated, 
Actually, he sent that $10,000 from my country to these people in order to get some benefits and stuff like that. They returned some portion of money, but they blocked some other portion. And they asked him to give a, a name of a person who live in United States and also uh, uh, account number in United States. So they are going to transfer all the money there. And I, the reason that I called you, I didn't know what is, what is this place. Okay, um, so you're you're asking just to clarify. You're asking what this place is, as in who you called? Yeah, and then the address is seventy five East State Street, Columbus, Ohio, four three two one five, okay. and the telephone number is six one four three six four four zero eight eight. Okay. Well, and even if if you okay. go to Freedom Freedomway dot net. You will find another phone number, which is 614-360-3109. Okay, and why haven't you tried contacting that number? Well, I contacting the number, and they say your call could not be connected. Huh. Okay, well, I'll, we're going to go ahead and, and go on a, uh, a little lark here and say that they're probably not in business or you've been scammed. Yeah, so there is a, ra a radio, is that true? Yeah, yeah this, this is, is the radio. radio You're on a podcast show right now. Over the uh -huh. internet. Over yeah. the internet. Oh, okay. Yep. So, and uh, now, uh, are you in Columbus, Ohio? Uh, we are in the state of Ohio. We are in we'll, the state we'll of Ohio. That, we will, we will okay. tell you that. But you never hear anything about freedomway.net. No, no. No, no. Matter of uh -huh. fact, so when we got the call, we looked up the website because we've never even heard of it before either. And, um, yeah. Yeah. Yep. I'm not entirely sure how they uh, got our number. I mean, unless yeah, they're fans unless of the show. Unless it was an old number and they reuse it because we set this up, this number up. About a month ago. Yeah, not too long ago. So mm -hmm. it could be uh, an old number that was used by someone else. And uh, it was up for grabs okay. and we got it. So Okay, buddy. Thank you very much for calling me. No. And I appreciate that. But no I problem. just wanted to investigate it. What is this number about? No, I we understand. I mean, it must be very frustrating to give uh, a large sum of like that up and uh, mm -hmm. not get any back and then get sort of the runaround from other people or from mm -hmm. the phone company. So we understand. And uh, thank you for uh, at least dialing through initially. We, we appreciate it. Thank you. Thank, thank you. Bye-bye. Mm -hmm. uh -huh. Bye-bye. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Thank you so much. That was awesome, uh, Mary, who is a real person and not a fake person. Dear God, that was awesome. That was interesting. That was sounds pretty, like a uh, scam well, thing. Yeah, like she, here, ten thousand yeah. something. I I didn't really understand it, but it was more like a yeah blackmailer. Is she, in another, is she in another country or from another country? I mean, yes, yeah, she's from another country, obviously. But she, her, her, I think she said her brother was from another country or something like that. Okay, and maybe she was trying to send him money, send him money, or send her, send his friend. Yeah, it was. Yeah, all, I don't know. Wow. Either way, the lady screwed. Yeah, the lady screwed. So, Mary, thank you very much. Um, for those who uh, maybe would like to excuse us, leave us a voicemail. If you leave a number, we will call you back. It's very evident and clear now, and we'll put it on the show. 
Um, so go ahead, leave us a voicemail. What, yeah, what's that voicemail number, man? Well, that's thank you, John, for asking. I thought you never asked. The voicemail question, uh, the answer to your question would be 614-364-4088. That's 614-364-4088. Or if you'd like to contact us, John, uh-huh. and other listeners out there, if you'd like to contact us via our Ustream, uh, or I mean, <laughs> I looked up at the screen and I'm looking at the Ustream. If you'd like to contact us via our Twitter feed, you can do so by going to twitter.com forward slash goodbadgeeky, or just if you're already on Twitter right now, uh, just do at signal goodbadgeeky. Um, or you can email us at goodbadgeeky at gmail.com. Or, John, what else can they do? Uh, there's a link on the GBG Podcast website. Go to gbgpodcast.com. That's G-B-G-P-O-D-C-A-S-T dot com. And click on the contact us link. And all you do is just fill that out and butta boom, butta bing, and you're done. That's right. All right. Well, uh, let's. You want ready for the news? I'm ready for the news. Let's do the news. Are we in? Uh, are we in uh, digital now? Because uh, of the switchover. <laughs> this is this is pertaining to our first news story here. Yeah. Uh, we have. Uh, what's that? One second. We're back now? Yeah, we're back now. We're All officially right. recording. Now. All right, I don't know what I was talking about. Uh, oh, oh, the digital switch. Yeah. I'm sorry. See? It's all right. It's okay. John gets them on a roll for once, and then I go, shh, hold on, hold on. That's all right. Um, yeah, okay. Um, on a Friday, they, uh, the, the DTV finally made the final switch. The TV, it's not analog anymore. You're in a digital. Mm-hmm. Um, so all you people in a cave... You are not able to watch on your rabbit ears anymore without a converter box. And apparently the FCC hotline got about 700,000 calls uh, with people confused wow. about the switch. So, and I'm really, I'm surprised about that because I didn't even think that, you know, there were 700,000 old people in the U.S. that were <laughs> able to even use like a push button telephone. Uh, you know, they're sitting there with their... Their uh, rotary dial. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't think they could do it. Oh God! I, you know, well, you know, the biggest problem I heard was throughout the entire ordeal was it was really all about all they had to do was there's the scan option to scan for all the digital channels. Yeah, and that's all. Like probably think fifteen to twenty five percent of the calls were. Yeah, people that already made the switch a long time ago. Yeah, they were prepared, but they oh, just—they're yeah. just you know dumb as rocks. They don't know how to. They're the people that don't know how to turn on VCRs or set the timers for VCRs. Yeah. Which, to be fair, that is a very hard thing to do, America and the world, uh-huh. or aliens who might be getting this podcast feed. That would be weird if they. That did. would be weird. It'd be weird. Please uh, wear something with peace or something. I don't know. <laughs> I was trying to. We come with peace. We come with peace. Or if you attack and us, carrots. what's that? And carrots. Peace and carrots. That would be pretty good. I like carrots. Make sure, like, if they're buttered, even a little bit better. Mmm, <laughs> buttered carrots. Okay. Okay, so... <laughs> Eric Roberts is joining the Stars Network show, Crash, um, and other casting news as guest stars James Brolin signs up on Psych, Sarah Lancaster then joins up on the show, Hawthorne. <laughs> Which the RN on Hawthorne is capitalized. I'm assuming it's because she's an RN for registered nurse. That's right. Booyah. 
<laughs> Law and Order SUV SVU. They're all the same. You can ride them. Stephanie Mark. You can ride them. Anyway, has returned. She has around a 10 episode order for next season. Uh, for people who are Stephanie Mark or might be might be women in general, I apologize for that rather rude and awesome statement I just made. <laughs> um, Neil Purvis and Robert Wade will be joined uh, by Frost Nixon scribe Peter Morgan on the latest James Bond fiasco. I mean, film, and they'll write it. There's no been no title announced or anything like that, but they will huh. be doing it. I didn't care for the James Bond films, uh, the newer ones, the yeah. last two. Like, they're okay. I haven't seen Casino Or, I saw Casino Royale. What else? What haven't I seen? Uh, the, the last one. Quantum yeah. Solace. Quantum. Yeah, the one that has a, just a weird title. The title is actually really cool. It's just... Yeah. I, I don't know, man. Like, and the thing is, it had good actors. Daniel Craig's not bad. It's just, yeah. I miss the old swanky Bond. Like, you know. Yeah. I miss that. I guess I, I like my James Bond with a side of cheese. I'll yeah, fair enough say yeah, it. Me too. Uh, audiences can't get enough of their hangover and doesn't throw up. Oh, like that little oh, variety speak. There. Code for Friday showed the hangover and up holding one and two. Now, for those who listened to last week's episode, you might have heard us say that up was number one, hangover was number two. By the time we got that out, Monday's figures show that by a few thousand dollars, or maybe not a few thousand, point but like million, a yeah. point something million, uh, up was defeated actually by the hangover but it was very 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 close and they said with like the two or three movies that are coming out this week uh like was it the proposal taking of one two felon one two three or whatever oh, they yeah. said the films oh and there was another film oh uh the eddie murphy movie imagine that oh those three movies came out this weekend and they didn't even they didn't even touch up or hangover so yeah. uh, that's pretty cool uh, Marcus Nipsel, uh, the director of Pathfinder, which I did I talk about that a few weeks ago. I think so. Yeah, um, which is okay movie. Uh, he he's going to be directing Conan the Barbarian because Lord knows we need another one of those. <laughs> uh, now I find this very cool. Star Trek director and uber mastermind of TV yeah. movies J.J. Abrams is being touted to direct Mission Impossible Four by Tom Cruise. Now he directed the third one and he yeah. also directed Star Trek. Yeah. And did you see Mission Impossible Three? Oh yeah, I have it. I, I, it was actually pretty good. I it, liked it. it, I I it, was it. Good. Yeah. Um, Lynn Collins and Taylor Kitsch, uh, you know them as Silver Fox and Gambit from the Wolverine uh, movie, respectively, excuse me, are cast and Andrew Stanton's John Carter Mars. For those going, what's John Carter Mars? For shame on you for not knowing, at least it's at least a book. Uh, and further shame on you geeks for knowing, Andrew Stannon, it's a live action movie, and Andrew Stannon is the guy who wrote and directed Finding Nemo and Wally. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, this is so cool. Hobbit casting news Hugo Weaving, Sir Ian McCallum, and Andy Serkis are back in the movies officially. Now, cool. you're going, well, who are they, Nick? I mean, we're just, we're beginner geeks. We don't know who they are. Well, Hugo Weaving is the guy who's like the king of the elves. That's not right. I apologize. But it's a generalization. Mm-hmm. Sir Ian McKellen, Gandalf the Grey. Hugo Weaver was also the in the Matrix. Oh, the mate. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you, Agent Smith. Yeah. He's the one that everyone would probably know. Yeah. In case and, you haven't seen Lord of the Rings. That's Sam on you, which you haven't. Yes, indeed. Indeed. For shame. And then, of course, last but not least, Andy Serkis, who is... Why is that just so precious? Yeah. What's your godson's report? That's the only part of the movie I just really want to see. That in the battle with Smog. I just want to see yeah. him playing the riddle game with, with, with Bilbo. 
Yeah. And the thing that's a little has me concerned about that news is that they said that uh, uh, Ian Holm, who is, who played Bilbo in the, in the trilogy, mm-hmm. he's not been cast yet. Yeah. And some people are saying they might be going for somebody else. But I'm just like, but he's Bilbo. Like, mm-hmm. I know he's like, what, what, maybe 60, 70 years old. But I don't know. The dude's Bilbo. Like, he was a good Bilbo, I thought. Yeah, but, I don't yeah. know. So anyway, uh, this is also, this is this is tragic news. Uh, Joss Whedon was reached out by producers of the new Buffy movie. Whedon turned them down. Hmm. He wishes them the best of luck. Which, that's not good. Um, <laughs> now, I didn't put this in the initial list here because there's a lot of, of stuff. Yeah. But uh, there is a mess of crap on the new G.I. Joe film by Steven Summers and a lot of crap. And to the fact that the film had a test screening, uh-huh. it is the lowest film ever rated for any film ever in history of Paramount. Really? Yes. It. Huh got a horribly low rating and to the point where Steven Summers, the guy who did The, the Mummy, he got fired from the movie. The direct the producer got fired. And now the studio say, no, 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 no. He's been unfired and other stuff. But yeah. yada, yeah. So, yeah. I mean, huh. not many people looking at the movie in general anyway with those weird suits thought the movie might be good. But they do destroy yeah. Eiffel. So, but it's G.I. Joe. People are nostalgic. But, um, oh, and did you see Zach Morris? Yes. Yes, coolest thing ever. Uh, Zach Morris has arrived. Uh, he was on Jimmy Fallon, and I hate to say it because I, I love Craig Ferguson. That's why I hate to say it, but I think Jimmy Fallon might have a definite lead in for sure now because of, against Craig Ferguson because he brought he's bringing back and succeeding. By the way, yeah, something we all I think we all laughed at initially was the Save by the Bell reunion. Yeah, because Mr. Building came out and said, "Oh, I'm really excited to do this," and you know he's really fat and pudgy, and obviously he's not. Well, the dude's probably living the sweet life because, unlike other people, he being the adult of the group, he probably saved his money. Sure, that is a cash cow, really. Oh yeah. I mean, how is it that he didn't he even do the college years? Oh yeah, he was on it for. He was on from the beginning to the end. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I mean, even the college years, there were some other people that just didn't come with. Like, yeah. But yeah, so he's actually did it, and Zach Morris came I mean, out. They play those episodes all the time too, so it's not like he's not getting any money from it anymore. Well, none of them are. Well, the, I find it funny that the holdouts are Kelly, but more importantly, the holdout is Screech. Yeah, Dustin like Diamond. yeah, Dustin Diamond. I was like, dude, you know he what? You, you've done a porn. You've done freaking yeah. bo- celebrity boxing. What haven't you done to soil your reputation? Yeah, you know, won't you just see? You should have done. Maybe what he's you, afraid to go on because they will talk yeah. about him. Like that, you know. Oh, now you're bringing human feelings into. Maybe he's embarrassed about. Screech isn't human. He's a nerd. (laughs) He's a. (laughs) Okay. Um, Sad news for my name is Earl fans. Um, The initial entry we put on here was that Mm -hmm. it got. It might be being picked up by TBS. I think it hit like a few hours after we did the show last week. A day later, uh, Ethan, uh, God, not Ethan Embry, the guy who played Randy on the show, he has a Twitter account. And he said, well, apparently uh, TBS doesn't love us this much because, I sad to say it, folks, the show's, it's done. It's it's dead. It's dead in the water. So, sadly, that's, uh, yeah. Did you have any other uh, news items or? Yeah, not really. All right. Well, uh, we'll have, we have a special break for you planned today. It's a little, uh. 
parody uh, in the eyes of the executives. So uh, we'll do that, and we'll be right back right after this. Some nuts, critics sounded alarms that you should see it coming from a mile away. Jericho was put on the radar. We had to say our intentions were that be okay. Why did you fail to see? It was a gag, it was all for a laugh. It was cancel fans for shop the rings for show or a gap fun and games. TV's a powder keg. No show goes on forever, it fades away. Writer strike was long range. Oh how the times change. You started giving good shows a pass. That's when it got ugly. You started watching smugly. Every reality show we gave you on mass. And don't forget every version of CSI. It was a gag, it was all for a laugh. Leno on a tin cut strum was down by half. Fun and games, TV's a powder keg. No show goes on forever, it fades away. Put a smile on. These are the shows that you But it's on shows will be deflected. Heroes will be unaffected. Chuck though might be resurrected. Pushing these will be neglected. Kings and Stone are unprotected. Or fans this will go undetected. Our blame will be unsuspected. Whew. You soon became weary. As you watch Big Bang Theory. Casualties of shows that had to go No need to write us Or make a big fuss Nielsen says you viewers reap what you sow This is business anyway We look at charts And sometimes grass TV's really backed by a large hill staff Fun and games TV's a powder keg no show goes on forever, it fades away. Oh yeah, 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 oh Oh, yeah. 
Hey everyone, and we are back here at The Good, The Bad, and The Geeky. Um, you probably just heard that uh, parody song. That was a lot of fun to do. And uh, I think and I think it's dared... I think I, I, I'm safe enough to say that, at least for me, mm-hmm. uh, I think I've reached almost Jimmy-level greatness in terms of lyrics. I, I think I came close. I, 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 that, that was pretty good, yeah. I, I, I think so. I mean, you people may think it's the shittiest song ever. That might... Whatever. <laughs> I, don't, I disagree. I think it's awesome. I think we did a good job doing it. So, um, if you have any complaints about the song, you like the song, you whatever, want to have sex with the song, that would be weird and awkward. Yeah, we can uh, send you a copy. We can send you a copy. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I doubt that. But um, goodbaggeek at gmail.com or use the contact us link or uh, call our voicemail at 614-364-4088. All right, so um, we got a, uh, a few shows and things to talk about here today. Um, we missed this last week, and the good news is I can review the second episode, um, and that is the show Royal Pains, which uh, premiered on USA Network last week after Burn Notice, or before Burn Notice. I think it was after Burn Notice. Mm-hmm. Um, overall, the show was pretty good. Uh, I think it's going to wear on me a bit, because I don't, I'm getting tired of procedure shows. Mm-hmm. And Royal Pains doesn't necessarily feel like a procedure show, though. Like, they feel like they're balancing on the edge a bit, where yeah. it's more character-driven than it is, like, he has to go save a patient every... But again, this is only the second episode, so... Um, I'm actually enjoying it a bit, so that changed my perspective of the first episode, which was really good, but I'm going to get tired of it. Uh, we'll see a few more episodes, see how it does. Um, uh, Burn Notice, I... Did we talk about that one last week? Um, I think, was it the same thing? We mentioned it in the... Probably. Probably. <laughs> well, if this is a repeat, we apologize. We have short um, attention spans. Yeah, we, yeah. Ooh, kitty. Um, <laughs> but pretty much, uh, Burn Notice was really good. Uh, the same problem with that show is that it feels too much like, here's the client that he has to hire. Here's the uh, whatever. And sometimes it's funny, but then it's just like, oh, man, really? It's just going to be the same thing. You're not going to find out who burned him. Mm-hmm. And then this season, of course, is all about... We already know who... Well, we don't really know who 100% burned him or why. Yeah. We just know that he was being protected, and that's sort of why he was burned, but not... Yeah. So it's a little bit more interesting in that regard, but um, it was a little... I don't know. It, it was it was okay. It's keeping me watching like last season did. Yeah. Um, the thing that I really want to say like a more of a moment of silence for, <laughs> uh, really, would be... Uh, the wonderful Pushing Daisies aired its last episode and uh, it ended very well and you can totally tell watching the last few minutes of the episode where the show was going I totally wish it would have it wasn't cancelled but you know what can you do Uh, and earlier today I was able to uh catch The Brothers Bloom, which was a great movie. Um, it's an actual, honest to goodness, con movie. If you get a chance to see it, mm-hmm. I would see it. Uh, have you ever seen Rushmore or Royal Tenenbaums? No. It, but have you seen the trailers for it? It's like very quirky looking. Oh, yeah. Imagine like a super ultra quirky version of Ocean's Eleven, the new version, mm-hmm. but mixed with the ending of the original Ocean's Eleven. Hmm. Which is, it doesn't have the super mega happy ending like Ocean's Eleven did, which is, you watch uh-huh. that movie, like, it's a feel-good movie. 
And at the same time, it's a con movie. So you're like, oh, I've been con, and ooh, it's been fun. <laughs> this one was like, ooh, I've been con, but then it's just like, that's sort of sad. And I mean, it's a happy ending, but it's sort of sad happy ending. Yeah, so yeah. I was a little surprised, but uh, if you walk out of that movie not liking Boom Boom, even if you hate the movie, if you don't walk out of that movie liking Boom Boom or Bang Bang, whatever her name is, for <laughs> shame on you. That is comedy gold. Pretty much there's a girl that follows the... There's two brothers. There's Stephen Bloom, and then there's Bloom. They don't really say ever what his first name is. It's just huh. Bloom. Yeah, and Stephen. Okay. Stephen has a girlfriend. She's a Japanese girl called Bang Bang or Boom Boom. She likes to blow shit up, okay. but she doesn't speak. So she just sits there and goes, like, nods, you know, very mm-hmm. silent. But then she'll, like, blow stuff up, and it, she's hilarious. Hmm. And, like, the whole part of meeting Penelope, which is the score, so to speak... Is he has to uh, Bloom has to ride his bike down, get hit by her in, in the car, yeah, and then she picks him up and takes him to the hospital. And right before he goes down, Stephen and Bang Bang are right behind him. He goes, "Now remember, Bloom, uh, judges here are okay, except for the Japanese judges. They they're pretty harsh." And, and he's like, "And you're like, okay, whatever." Yeah. Well, when he gets hit by the car, that's sort of funny because the girl doesn't know how to drive a stick shift car, so when she hits him. She tries to back up and ends up going over the hill. Uh-huh. And getting, so they have to take her to the hospital, which is in itself is sort of funny. But you cut back up to him, and the brother and the Japanese girl hold up like, you know, like they've been, like they judged him. Like his brother yeah. gave him a 7.9, Bang Bang gave him like a 3.4. And he's like, oh, come on, seriously? And so then when she wrecks the car down the thing, they look at him and they change their score to go higher, but she's still like 4.1. She didn't change huh. it too much, which I thought was just... It's really weird, quirky humor yeah. like that. But Bang Bang's awesome. She's very... She's hilarious. And huh. It truly is a con movie. It, it, so it's, it was exciting. Um, oh, so this is something... Uh, you've been watching uh, Craig Ferguson a little bit more often. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, we might need to put our headphones back on for just a second. Oh, I'm okay. sorry. I That's jumped right. the gun there. But... Uh, here is the a clip of what played on Craig Ferguson Friday night, Saturday morning. Ladies and gentlemen, the king of late night TV. That's right. I am the new king of late night TV. I can hear what you're saying. Put down your joint, everyone. No, I'm... You're like, what? No! Craig, many, many people get more viewers than you. Lots of people in late night. Nearly everyone in late night gets more viewers than you. How can you be the king of late night? Because I have a plan. What's your plan, Craig? I put out a press release. I was in the UK of late night. What constitutes royalty in late night television? Saying you are. <laughs> so I am. I'm the new king of late night. <laughs> And as your king, I I demand you disrobe. 
<laughs> slowly, slowly. Now, you be the naughty peasant, and I'll be the king galloping in. Okay, so that whole clip was at the opening of the show. And for those who haven't been following, you know, that whole little thing going on in late night television, yeah. it all consists pretty much of, uh, ooh, they have a new guy on Tonight Show. It's it's Conan O'Brien. Hey. NBC, one of the last place networks, even I think being beat by CW, if you can even consider that a network. That's how bad they are. They're, yeah, they're doing horrible. So they really thought Conan would revitalize the schedule. Because if anything, the only thing NBC had done right for the last however many years was nine times out of ten, yeah. every week it just punished David Letterman in the ratings. Right. Well, now it's not that way. It's very seesaw back and forth. And apparently David made those comments about Sarah Palin. Well, he beat got beat by Conan that night. Well, the next day everyone turned back in. Ooh, what, what's Letterman going to say? That the ratings for that show was off the roof, crushed Conan. Yeah. Well, then Conan the next day came back and crushed Letterman again. Yeah. And so then NBC released this. Conan O'Brien is the new king of late night. This is beyond our wildest expectations. Conan has brought new younger viewers to the 11.35 p.m., and we're gratified that demographic trend has continued here in week two with the early numbers continued dominant victories in all the key categories for the tonight show, proving that Conan O'Brien is the new king of late night. Now, the thing is that's great about, about Craig is that Craig knows probably about everyone watching has no fucking clue what he's talking about yeah. or what he's really the joke really is yeah but i totally got that and i thought it was hilarious and <laughs> and i just find it very bizarre that they're already that that nbc would have the audacity to call it already yeah and it's very clearly you know to be fair when he jay leno had hugh grant on the show and he got and he at that point got the upper hand they could have released a press release. I wouldn't have agreed with it. Yeah. But I would have said, well, you know what? To be fair, he has the ratings to back it up. Whatever. You win. This is nothing like that at all. Conan yeah. and David are like almost... Neck and neck? Yeah, neck and neck. They're, they're, they're close. So I don't really understand the full logistics of releasing a, <laughs> a press release. On that, but I saw that on, on Ferguson the other night, and I, that that about killed me because it was yeah. so true. And the other thing that I and we talked about this last week a little bit was the simple fact that uh, that NBC is pigeonholing Leno in his new slot, which so they want Leno to do well, but they're setting him up to fail. Yeah, I just don't understand the logic or logistics of that. But I mean, I don't know that. But uh, that's all I had to really. John, you said you uh, you caught Wally finally. Finally, yeah. Finally, what, what, what do you what do you, what did you think, man? I thought it, I thought it was a very good movie. Um, you and I kind of talked about it earlier. I know we sort of blew our load. That's probably. all right, though. But um, I, it, I mean, it's definitely a Pixar movie, but yeah. it's it's not. Yeah, it's now. Would you consider it to be a, a kids' movie? I don't think so. I mean, you know, there's like some cute parts in it, but definitely, you know, the the the, the violent 
uh, robot that Eve is when she blows crap up. <laughs> um, you know, and just the whole... That's fact, code for PMS. Just, yeah, the whole... You know, robots controlling humans and almost killing humans, really. Almost. Really, yeah. Um, you know, it doesn't seem very kid-friendly to me. No, it really doesn't. But they do it in such a cute yeah. Pixar but way. I mean, yeah, and I don't know, it, it was... I, I, I thought all of the... The little characters in it were funny. The the little robot that goes around and Mo, yeah, it was, <laughs> we, we couldn't think what his name was. Yeah, his name, yeah, because it's like I forget what it stands for, but it's Mo, and he has a little wah 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 yeah, he's the only one other robot that apparently besides Eve uh, that seems like an older older robot like Wally, yeah, that can actually say more than a few lines. Besides his name, yeah, and whoa, or wah, yeah. Wah, wah, yeah, yeah, so that, yeah, that that was awesome. Uh, well, did you watch? Now, do you get the DVD to watch it? No, <laughs> no. Okay, no, fair enough. Well, I, I, well, no, Netflix and and whatever has those things now where they just give you the movie. They don't give you yeah, all the special features. Okay, they uh they had. <laughs> I don't know the copy I had it. That part wasn't working or something. Uh, <laughs> well, uh, if you ever get a chance, the short that follows it, you remember uh, Wally's in space and there's a little robot working on something? Yeah. It, that's called a Bernie unit. Okay. There's an animated short where from the moment Wally gets on the ship or uh-huh. that he, he breaks that and comes back off. He has to replace it, and anytime he replaces it, something goes horribly wrong. Okay. And so he keeps breaking, and then finally they land on Earth, like at the end of the movie. For yeah. those who've not seen Wally yet, for shame, first off, but <laughs> you know, don't be spoiled by that. Yeah. They make it back to Earth, um, but yeah, the robots. And the thing is, the robots on the track, yeah. so he can't move. They they sort of <laughs> make fun of that fact too. It was really uh-huh. it was really funny. Huh. But uh, and they even do like a little Amadeus uh, Mozart uh, nod there with, oh, the, with a Mozart cue at the end. Da, yeah. Da, 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 yeah. Da. yeah, it's pretty funny because all he wants to do is just replace the little light that Wally broke. Yeah, <laughs> and every time he does it, something happens where it, it doesn't get fixed. So then he has yeah. to keep going back. And the robot who gives it to him is just like he he doesn't speak, but he's just like, and throws it on the floor at him. Nah. He looks at it defeated and picked yeah, it's, it's fine. It's really good. But uh yeah, while he was good. And you also saw Well, it was this was just a movie that uh Amanda's her dad wanted us to watch it. It's, it was I looked at the date. It was made nineteen ninety eight. Called A Simple Plan, which uh has Bill Paxton is the lead actor and then uh Billy Bob Thornton. Yeah. And some other guy. I can't think of his name. What his part Bridget Fonda's in it. Too. Bridget Fonda plays Bill, Bill Paxton's wife, but it's basically set in a you know a, a cold country town, like in the winter time. Snows on the ground, all this stuff. And these three, well, these three guys. Two of them are brothers. These three guys, they're out in the woods, and they come across this plane that is crashed in the woods, covered in snow, and there's a duffel bag full of money in it, and they decide to split it up. Well, they want to split it up right away, but Bill Paxton basically says, um, how about I hold on to it? We'll wait until we find out if it's actually being claimed or not. And then if it is being claimed, um, depending on the situation, if it's bad, we'll burn it. 
if it's, it's good, good, we'll give it back to them. They find out that it's drug money. Um, or no, what is it? It's, or like ransom money or something. I don't know what it is. Um, and then through a series of events, people become more greedy oh, and want the money more for themselves. And they come up with certain plans and twists and turns and, you know. The simple plan is not so simple anymore. Yes, yes. Well, I, I, I thought think, it was very, I thought it was pretty good, but yeah. I, I, if I remember correctly, I think Sam Raimi, who directed Spider Man, yes, he, he directed that. Yes, he did. And then I, isn't it written by the Coen Brothers? Because um, it's you know a little what? quirky. I don't think it is actually. It's not. Yeah, I don't think it is. Or I think I know there. I maybe maybe they may have had some, some part of it, but like a producer I don't think they wrote it though. Okay, because well, the thing is, I, I didn't know this until like a, I was reading something on Drag Me to Hell by uh-huh. Sam Raimi, and I realized that. Uh, their first movie, his first movie was at Evil Dead, and I forget, was it Blood Simple? Um, I'm not sure. I, I, yeah, I don't remember. But they knew each other from the convention circuit and also working with each other, helping each other out through their, their film processes. Mm-hmm. And uh, matter of fact, I think, yeah, because Blood Simple, the original film, was just just a trailer they shot. Just so this is what the movie would look like. This is what would, yeah. Yeah. You know, will you please give us money to make a full-length version and they became friends through that. And that's why if you ever watch The Hudsucker Proxy, which is an awesome movie, it's written by Sam Raimi and the Coens, but huh. it's also directed by the Coens. And they have they, they help each other through the movies. But no, yeah, I, I remember that coming out. Wasn't John Cusack in it too? No, no, I'm thinking of Mm-mm. I'm thinking of The Ice Harvest, I think. I don't which know. Which is the same thing, sort of. Like it's a Adam Baldwin or Alec Baldwin. And okay. It's, in, it's wintertime. Was it William H. Macy? No. No. I apparently suck today, but uh, yeah. So that was, that was a good movie. Yeah. So, yeah. Was did you see anything else? Any other TV shows? Anything mm, cool? Or? I don't think so. I can't remember what I watched. I don't know. Okay. All right. Well, if I, wa- you... I washed my cell phone. <laughs> yes, that was uh, that was crappy. What the that fuck? sucked. What? <laughs> Registering app. I don't know. Text from Mrs. or no? Oh, there we go. Sorry, John. Yeah, I washed my cell phone before when I came home from work today. <sighs> Poor John, <sighs> such an idiot. It happens, man. Everyone. Yeah, I even had it out of my pocket, and then I went to make a phone call and put it back in my pocket. I said, "Okay, I'm going to get ready. I'm going to take a shower now." See, that's. I what go happens. down and I realize that I don't have any clean clothes for work the next day, so I threw all my work clothes in there, and my phone was still in my pocket. About halfway through the spin cycle, I realize I don't have my phone. And I go down, my phone won't turn on. So, needless to say, yeah. That's okay. You know what, though? It's money that I didn't want to spend. (laughs) Fair enough. Well, you know what? Well, yeah, that. But but you know what? It it could have been a lot worse, is what I always say. That's why I said earlier. I mean, something else could. Like, maybe it could have destroyed your clothes or something. true. So, that would have been lack of clothes, lack of. And then you just be have to go around naked everywhere, and that would just be weird, because people are like, "What are you doing?" And yeah. you're like, "I yeah. have rights. I have rights." My, right. I'm going too far now, so I'm going to stop with that, because uh, <laughs> we're pretty much at the end of the show. Yeah, yeah, there we, we are. We're at the end of the show. Well, if you uh, liked our parody, uh, or if you uh, want to leave us a voicemail, or you want to make fun of the voicemail that we took earlier, because that needs to make it fun of. Um, <laughs> I mean, seriously, we are not freedomway.net. 
<laughs> you would think with the voicemail message, yeah, you'd think they'd realize. You realize, but uh, not. But our voicemail, if you'd like to leave us a voicemail, or a comment, or a question, or a suggestion for the good, the bad, and geeky bathroom session. 614-364-4088. Reach us at our Twitter feed, twitter.com forward slash goodbadgeeky, goodbadgeeky at gmail.com, or you can use the contact us link at gbgpodcast.com. I'm Nick Nitro, and with me as always is John. Thanks for listening, everybody. See ya.